Hello and welcome back. We're going to start the show today with some Thai food. It's semi-homemade. We're having semi-homemade Thai tea with boba snot balls in it and also some Thai soup that's also kind of semi-homemade. And then the rest of the show is all about Paranormal Corner and I guess, so stick around. And welcome back to Snack a Little, Talk a Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jenna and, and I'm <laughs> hoping you're hungry. <laughs> I am. This is you know, for you. This is. I see. That I, saw, there? I see. I. This is great. So, on a different show, we had Thai tea, and it came in a bottle, right. and it was pretty pricey. And you love that stuff. Yes, I do. I it, uh, fond memories of back when I first discovered Thai food and had the what we called the Thai iced tea, and it was well, this just is not iced. I was, went room temperature, right. but it was it was good times better. and stuff like that. And and I look, I like the flavor of it. In fact, Trader Joe's used to have a Thai iced tea, and I used to drink it all the time. And then they discontinued it, and it's you know one of the one well, of the many products at Trader Joe's that got discontinued because I just couldn't buy enough, I guess. Well, I wasn't looking, but it found me. There are uh, packet mixes in one of the grocery stores with a pre-made Thai tea, and it was actually. Uh, for four or five packets, I think five, it was actually less expensive than the uh, bottle or about the same price as the one serving bottle. So I went ahead and got that. I added a little bit of cream to it because after I mixed it up, I'm like, I need a little something. So I added a little cream just to lighten it up a little. And then I ordered my own tapioca balls, (laughs) which are the boba. (laughs) They're just giant. And and I got the dark ones. Well, I, I figured, so when you brought this out into the studio. Yep. Uh, you brought this out in the studio. They have, I have the large straw, of yep. course, with the boba straw, which right. is great. Yes. I should carry these in my car for when I get a good thick shake from, from drive through mm-hmm. And uh, and I saw the, the boba balls in the uh, mm-hmm. glass. Yep. So I was... Yes, and there's a little bit of prep involved with the, uh, with the boba. You, just like tapioca, I mean, and I believe boba, it, I mean, it is tapioca pearls. They're right. just ginormous. So you do have to prep them you can't just they're they're hard balls (laughs) so my question is are are you going to prep them they are already prepped yep (laughs) let me ask again are you gonna prep them no dude it was done several days ago (laughs) because they're not prepped yeah this was done several days these do not taste like boba balls these are just exactly i know but but what i'm saying is the uh whatever you got in the package yeah Mm. excuse me that was for package uh Whatever you got in the package and whatever they told you to do, these do not. These did not come out as because these are almost more like pasta. It's it's like because they have a texture instead of being snotty. It's like al dente. Yeah. Right, al dente. Yes. Instead of because normally boba balls are very chewy and yeah, very very and these these are not. No, well these these break down. This is like you put rocks in the bottom of my tea. It's kind of (laughs) weird. But no, you so you have to boil these and then you have to let them sit. And it says to let them sit for at least 12 hours, but more like a day. These have been sitting for, what, three, four days now? I got tea on my Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) So anyway, so what do you think of the tea? Uh, It's pretty good. I think I would have liked it without the cream because there's a a part of Thai iced tea. Basically, my understanding is Thai iced tea is like black tea with a... With milk, yeah, the bubble or a cream weird. in it, or something, right? And and it 
this doesn't this tastes more like cream than it does tea although it looks a good color mm -hmm. but see and i don't know if you know this i don't know if i talked to this talked about this on the show when you get the thai iced tea it's in two separate layers you have mm -hmm. the tea and then the milk on top of it and you can take your straw and actually you know sip from the top layer or put your straw all the way down and sip and from the, the bottom layer or this you could is, stir it up. That too. I I stirred it up again before serving it. Then you also have. I have some of it with semi onions. Semi homemade. Because well, I tell you, so so here's what happens. You know, we're doing show prep and stuff, and then uh, Jana leaves the studio to go. Uh, you know, get the final preparation done on the food. She brings it in here. I try not to look at it, even though this isn't one of the big reveals that we've had when we have surprise food or something like that. Right. But as I was doing my show prep on my computer, I could smell the onions. I said, mmm, that's got to have some onion something there. So so this was $1.79 per pack. Those are two packs. I combined. I did a spring onion and a garlic vegetable pack, and I just combined the two. You prepare it like you would basically like top ramen. Right. But it's a little more expensive, obviously, than top ramen. Uh, well, you know, not the kind in the packages, I suppose, but it's $1.79 per package. And I wondered, since, okay, since we're doing the Thai tea, why don't we try this? Thai Kitchen is the brand. Right, Thai Kitchen's, I recognize the brand. I, I, and I've is seen it, it on the worth <clears throat> paying a little more to have, it's going to be very warm. And when I, I say semi-homemade. pretty warm. Um, oh, by the way, yes. if you want a little lemon on the top, there's nothing wrong with the lemon. I've I've zested it. And so the inside of the lemon is fine, but I've used the outside um, and zested it for something. And I thought it'd be nice to have a little squeeze of lemon on top. So. All right. Well, I'm I'm taking the. Uh... Yeah, it's pretty pretty warm still. So this is this is wait you said a garlic something. Uh, gar uh, let me take. Because I'm not tasting Spring garlic. Spring onion and garlic vegetable. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, there's a you know, light on the R and the L, so it could be gamic vegetable, but I'm pretty sure it's garlic. Because <laughs> you and I are both big fans of garlic. And these are rice noodles, yep. Oh, okay, that's a difference. The rice noodles, okay. Okay, so I'm going to try a bite. Or yeah, by if all I means. I don't burn my tongue. Yeah, don't. That's a, I'm, I'm just so afraid I mean, it of that. It smells great. Because then I won't be able to uh, taste anything else. I like the presentation. Mm. Jenna always does great presentation and stuff. I usually just bring my old Corel dishes in when I'm doing mine. I don't make it the presentation. I'm not that good at this. Um, it comes with an oil packet, and you and I would have thought that would have been a hot chili oil, but, I mean, there's really no heat. No, there's no heat. For that this matter. Is, this is very mild. I mean, to me, but maybe, I, maybe I'm like a little bit of a hamster and need a salt lick. I don't feel like I am, but it seems like <laughs> I didn't go... I didn't get put more water in than it required, and yet it seems almost like it's a little heavy on the water because the flavor is so mild it is this is uh now mind you i'm i'm not a fan not a fan that's not true i i'm not a connoisseur of thai food i mean mm -hmm. i used to eat lunch at a thai restaurant you know we used to go about once or twice a month or actually we had one one guy at worked he went every single day <laughs> to the same thai restaurant but that's where i learned about some of the food so i'm not a connoisseur of it to know whether this how authentic this may yep. take taste or anything like that the tea yes because that's to me it was almost like the taste of a, a good chocolate shake even though it's not chocolatey right but just that dark black tea and the cream yeah i liked it i like that a lot well i'm gonna weigh in on this thai soup i love the texture of the rice noodles love the texture 
I think if you sliced some, maybe some hard-boiled eggs and even added a little bit of either um, cooked down some ham chunks or little bits of chicken, something, and and, and maybe some red pepper flakes and or something because it just needs to like pump up the flavor just a little bit yeah this is like this is like we're eating the base of something yeah you know i mean even even when you're boiling this uh dropping in a whole egg make an egg drop soup you ever have egg drop soup yes i think this is like the base of egg drop soup you're right without everything else in it it smells like it's a flavor bomb but it's kind of mild I'm thinking, okay, maybe all the flavors but, at the bottom. But you know what? I'm still not I'm not I'm not getting any garlic vibe from this at all. Mm-mm. At all. And usually, you know, I think I can detect garlic. Yeah, it's pretty mild. I'm hungry though, so I'm Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, it's good it's good <laughs> food. It's, I feel like I'm in college uh, eating ramen for dinner. So you know what? If I make this again I would probably use less water. And so that way the flavor packet that comes with it the flavor would come through a little bit more or like i said it's a good thing that i added the green onions because at least there's a little bit more flavor there but yeah what's interesting is usually when you have regular ramen noodles in that little packet full of salt yes it usually that's so powerful that it's plenty i agree but on this one whatever they had in it this is this is uh pretty bland it is i would agree (laughs) with that yeah it's pretty to look at but yes, it's it's a little low on flavor. So if you guys decide to try this, I'll tell you what, it doesn't taste like Top Ramen and it looks really pretty. But if you haven't tried this and you want to, I would just tell you right now, cut down on the water or make sure that you add plenty of... You need to add And food. maybe you're meant to. It doesn't say this on the package, but right. yes, add some things to it. The to serving pump up suggestion. The I don't know what the picture is on the packet. I didn't see it, but you know, they always say serving suggestion and it shows filet mignon on it or something like yeah. that. Nope. But I would think uh, it looks pretty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty bland on the picture on the package. <laughs> so that's all right. Well, you know what? They did add some radish and a piece of parsley on one of the two. <laughs> I don't think that would really make a difference for me. Mm, no. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to go ahead and put this aside for just a minute. Cause... And that sound means it's time for Paranormal Corner. Now, we're not just doing Paranormal Corner. We're doing the whole rest of the show yeah. is paranormal. The whole show is a corner. We, that's right. We, that's right. We, we have a uh, guest coming on from Ohio that uh, uh, Jana's going to tell you a little bit about right now. Yeah, we're going to be talking to Janelle Lorkowski, and she's the co-founder and lead investigator of Spectral Haunts Investigation Team. Now, have you thought about that, Mark? What does that I'm stand for? I'm so. <laughs> Spectral Haunts Investigation Team. Wait. So she was just 10 years old, you guys, uh, when she had her first paranormal experience. We're going to want to talk to her about that. But she co-founded this team with her husband and with a friend of theirs, Don Dagnall, back in 2017. And since that time, they've been going and trying to see what's out there. And we're pretty excited to have her on the show. And we have her on the phone right now. Welcome to Snack a Little, Talk a Little, Janelle Lorkowski. Hello, Janelle. Hi. Welcome. How are you? We're doing great. We're glad to have you I'm on good, the show. We we learned a little bit about you when Jana just did your intro. And let's talk. So, all right. So here's what I know about you so far. All right. So you're the lead paranormal investigator and also co-founder. Of go ahead and tell people what it is, just because I can see a poster. You guys can't see it, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's Spectral Hunters Investigation Team. So uh-huh. shit, 
<laughs> we like that. <laughs> we do too. It's fun. And we and come up with all kinds of different sayings for t-shirts and stuff. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> all right. So I know that when you were 10, you had your first paranormal experience. And I would love to go back to when you were 10 years old. How did your 10-year-old mm-hmm. self deal? Thank you. He's doing the going back <laughs> music <laughs> here in the background. <laughs> how... how did you feel about it then? I mean, is that, do you feel, were you frightened out of your, you know, wits or curious? And what was oh. it? What was it that happened? Yeah. Okay. So my, um, my grandmother had passed away in February and we were over at her house. It was like Mar like March, mid-March, maybe helping my grandpa go through all of her stuff. And both of my aunts and my uncle and my parents were there and some of my cousins. And I went and laid down in my grandpa's bedroom because it was just upsetting obviously and um like it was still bright outside like the sun was shining there was no clouds but the room kind of got darker and there was like these shadows chased like four shadows and they were chasing each other around the room Hmm. and then there was like this loud like bang it sounded like a gunshot almost and one of the shadows fell on the ground and the other three kind of stood over it like they were like crying or checking on the one that had fallen. Uh-huh. Then like the room brightened up again, the door had shut also. And then the door opened back up and I, I freaked out, jumped off the bed, ran out into the hallway where a closet door then opened by itself. Wow. Wow. But the closet door, like it would stay, like you had to make sure you slammed it and then pulled it to make sure it had latched. So mm-hmm. I did that and then it opened up again. Oh my okay. gosh. So I yelled mm. really loud. If you're not my grandma Petchman or my grandma Phillips or my grandpa Phillips, you have to get out of here now. And everything stopped. Oh. And I don't know how I knew to say that, but that's yeah. wow. kind of what you say anyway. <laughs> yeah. Wow. At 10 years old, this happened. And you didn't, I mean, I would have crapped my pants right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dinging you for that. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. And so you mentioned that a lot of people kind of blew this off. They were like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, my, my dad, well, he still kind of thinks I'm crazy, but um, he, um, they just, they don't really believe in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I've kind of got them to like, kind of come around and my dad's had an experience with uh, the ghost of our old cat. Um, okay. And my mom has smelled my Aunt Marge is like perfume. She woke up in the middle of the night and it was just like right in her face. Hmm. And then she worked at a haunted mansion. Like it's a historical society uh-huh. um, here in Ohio, but she, the mansion was haunted and the doll, one doll kept moving, but I still don't think they're fully on board with it, <laughs> but yeah, I, they're supportive. My dad likes to make fun of me though. But I can, I can understand that. So I don't think that I've mentioned this to you, but my, I live in a haunted home and oh. that's when i mean i've always been open to the idea that there are things that there just can't be explained but not really having had many experiences but certainly a belief or a curiosity but never really dabbled or looked into it but yeah when i moved here that all changed and my mother has spent the house at my uh, spent the night here at the house a couple of times and she's one i think part of it as a parent I think maybe it's a protective thing that she's kind of been like, yeah, okay, whatever. Doesn't really want to talk about it. But now she's very open about the things she's experienced here at my house. And so 
maybe she had to experience it herself to be a little softer on the on the subject. <laughs> I think that's true for a lot of people. Yep, yep, absolutely. So you started at ten at ten years old. You say this happened to you, and then your family mm-hmm. uh, didn't didn't believe you, or you know whatever they you know thought. Right, they didn't believe you or anything. When was the next time you had an experience where you thought maybe this is something that's part of me? Uh, fifteen. Yeah, that I that I vividly remember. Um, we had so I grew up Catholic, and if you didn't go to a Catholic like high school, or you had to go to what they called CCD classes, right? Catechism. And we were talking about the movie The Exorcist, and was that real? Mm-hmm. And I think it started with the Ouija boards and then went into the exorcist. And the, we were talking with our, our priest and he had said something, you know, that yes, it's real. And this did really happen. The Catholic church doesn't really talk about it. And uh, so there was one kid that wasn't there and they had the, you know, the old school um, lights that hung down with the, you know, fluorescent right, right. lights. One of those fell and would have like were if the kid would have been sitting it probably would have killed him yeah but, like wow. it just fell out of nowhere and then we're like looking at him and we're like okay so how do you protect yourself from becoming like possessed like that and he said it's just basically your faith and you don't really have to like actively be projecting it just as long as you know they can't do it then they can't do it and i had like, I think it was like a couple of nights later, I had a well, nightmare, I guess, that um, there was something like, it's like that crimson red creature, demon, whatever behind me. And it said, you're mine and grabbed my shoulder. And it had like those, the long black claws mm-hmm. and just the red hand. And he, I said, no, you can't have me. My faith is stronger than your want. Are you wanting to possess me or something to that effect? Mm-hmm. It threw me across the room and I woke Ooh. up slamming against the wall. Wow. Outside my bedroom in oh, the hallway. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but that wasn't enough for you. Fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> well, that made me go, okay, there's some, you know, like you can kind of tell yourself, I was a kid, this didn't really happen, but then that happens and, yeah. you know, you can't. It's hard to kind of dismiss that. Well, yeah. Well, you, you know? say you were 15 when that happened. You're a little bit more cognizant of your life and everything than you are at 10. Right. Right. Leaps and bounds, I would say. And so you've you've had a, a curiosity and certainly experiences. And then and now you're married. And I'm curious, yes. since your husband is also part of the team. Yes. Did he start out a believer or or at least uh, interested in uh, the paranormal? Or was this something, you know, because because you'd like to do it, he figured he would or or what? No, he grew up in a haunted, he lived in a haunted house. Okay, so he's already oh, okay. a believer. He's he's had experiences and wanted to. Okay. All yep. right. All right. And so you've done this now for what? Did you say 15 years or 13 years? Um, 21. 21 years. Yep. Wow. Okay. I'm dying to know <laughs> you. So people get a hold of you uh, uh-huh. and want you to come and investigate a, a business or a home. Have you yep. ever had a, uh, a strange vibe from a potential client and felt like oh, yeah. you needed to decline? Yes. And, and we have. Oh, really? So like, like what? Give us an example of something 
if you don't mind. Um, something juicy. No, yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> this lady, like, she just, her story kept changing, but she kept talking about, oh, I know it's demons. I, I think I've been possessed. And then, like, sending me pictures of, like, stuff on the on the floor. She goes, look at this. Okay, to me, it looked like her cat puked or oh. she spilled milk on the floor. And yeah. she's like, it just, it's vomit. It just appears out of nowhere. And huh. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, like, the more I talked to her, she just kind of sounded nuts. And then I'm like, she lived in, like, on the, like, west side of Cleveland. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to Cleveland. Yeah. But, like, there was only, like, one or two of us that could go and none of the guys could go. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> hmm. I Well, you know, and I get the sense that there are, okay, so so only going by my own experiences here at my house, I find that it's automatic for me to try and figure out what did I just see. I don't think, oh, it's a ghost. I never do. I don't immediately think it's a ghost. I just think, what was that? What caused that shadow that just went, you know, flying across the ceiling? Or, (laughs) you know, um, what is that uh, full body apparition I saw going from the door to the... the it's it's when I can't make sense of some of the things that get moved from one spot to another. And I'm just like, I, I can't, I, I can't, I can't, I can't figure out how this could have happened. And I think some people are ready to believe everything that they see and everything that happens is a ghost. And, yeah. and, um, and I don't think people want to hear otherwise. Right. Orbs are a thing with me. I've actually seen an orb in my bedroom, by the way, like with I, my yeah. own eyes. And that's different than the things that you see on a camera. And this one, I can't explain it. It was trippy because it was down that's on the floor. There's no way a light could, there's no way. And it pushed my bed up before it came out from under my bed and oh, it across the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so so Janelle, not not necessarily on the flip side of Jana. We're not opposites in this. I'm more skeptical than she is. I've actually worked in the film and video uh, business and done special effects and stuff like that. So when I see these videos and stuff, I'm debunking them left and right based on right. my experience of that. But I have experienced stuff as a guest in Jana's house of things that I cannot explain that suckered me into adding this. We actually have on a regular show. I mean, we're doing a full show this time. A regular show. We always have the end segment is paranormal corner. So this is something oh, okay. that I, I am certainly interested in. And that's why I'm asking about the things, you know, the experiences that you have had. So this one that you just told us about was someone that you thought, well, they're probably a little crazy, but has there ever well, been something and- that where, where you thought, you know what? There might be something that might be too evil that I don't want to be around. Oh, well, yeah, there's that too. Like, I had also just had a total hysterectomy, and she was very adamant, no, you have to come now. And I kept saying, but I'm physically weak, which right. makes me very vulnerable. And yes. if you really do have something like that, yep. and she just, it wasn't, she was just really, really pushy about it. And mm-hmm. so I just kind of was like, not getting a really great vibe from her because yeah. of that. Um, and I just I ended up telling her, you're just going to have to contact another team because I, I physically cannot do it right now. Yeah. You don't want to go into something if you're not at a hundred percent and you are, you know, thinking about doing something like that where it could potentially be demonic. You don't want to go anywhere near it. If you're not feeling, if you're even remotely feeling off, it's, are there, 
Absolutely. And are there things that you feel like you guys have to do or that people should do to protect themselves before going in and doing um, a, a hunt? <laughs> well, well, we go, okay, so we go to a lot of the, um, I guess a lot of people in the field re- refer to them as the paid to, pay to play location. So uh-huh. you, you rent it out, basically. Yes. For private investigation. So we do a lot of those. And um, those ones, I, I don't. I don't wear... Yeah any type of protection, Mm -hmm. but I do have a bag that says in case shit goes sideways. (laughs) (laughs) It has all like holy water, holy oil, Palo Santo, sage, a rosary, like all that kind of stuff. So if something does happen, we can, we have that right there. Yeah. Do you have like silver bullets in case there's a werewolf? (laughs) A stake? No, but that is a good idea. Yeah. In a a wooden stake in case there's a vampire? Right. I mean, we just we just got back from the Hinsdale house, and we okay, like legit saw red eyes looking at us from the woods, and everybody could see it. Everybody, wow. we all saw it, and they moved and they followed us, and we so, heard some. I can't even do like repeat what it sounded like, but it was like this just shriek, and it was it happened three times, and the people in the house that were because there was two of our team members still in the house. They heard it a different way, and then the people watching the live stream heard it totally different from how the people in the house and us outside heard it, which I thought was really oh. weird. And my teammate is watching to a set of red eyes on the ground, and another teammate goes and grabs a flashlight, shines it over. There is absolutely nothing there, but she was literally just looking at the red eyes, looking back at her. Wow. Now you and now, that was they call it a puck wedgie. Oh, right. We, we did a show on we've, puck We've wedgies. done a show on those. Oh, okay. So you know what they are. Yes. Yeah. My dad calls them pun knuckers because he can't remember <laughs> puck wedgies. That'll work. So you said you said the, the Hemsdale house. Explain to us what that is because that's uh, obviously something local out Upstate there. Upstate New York. Oh, Upstate oh, New York. Okay. I'm okay. in Ohio. I have no idea what that is. Okay. Tell us about the Hemsdale house because that was a big thing that you just went on. So, uh, so it's Hems- known to be haunted, correct? Oh, yes. Okay. Very, very haunted. Like... Nick Groff has been there. He, uh-huh. He's friends with the owner, Dan Class. Yeah. Um, so what I know of it is that in, I want to say it was 1972, mm-hmm. the uh, Dandy family lived there. There was Laura, Mike, Beth, Clara, and then the husband. Okay. And um, there was, like, Laura was at being affected by stuff. They had... Like they would see phantom lights, like headlights coming down the road and then there'd be nobody there. Um, they did end up having to have the ho- an exorcism performed on the house. And wow. when they were done, the house like shrieked, like Whoa. cried. And Whoa. it's, yeah. And this is back, was, in, back in the day, back in the 1800s, you said this happened. 70, 70 something? 72. Oh, 70. And apparently there was also an exorcism done on the house. Um, or was it 70? Maybe it was 74. I think it was 70 I'm sorry it was 74 I believe because okay. in 19 because they said 50 years prior to that uh-huh. then another priest had performed an exorcism on the house as well. So the house has been around a while and it's also like been eight, having issues for Yeah. <laughs> like mid eight I want to say maybe 1850s. Okay. I tr- hmm. like I try not to know too much about a location when I go in so that I don't have any preconceived I think that's thoughts. smart. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. You don't want to do all this research because then 
you know, because I tell you, that's one of the skeptical things that I have when, so Jana has had at, at her house here, it's a Victorian farmhouse. She's had uh, a few different paranormal groups, uh, varied people. Some of them were groups and some were a bunch of individuals. It was a, right. It was a group, but they were, they were all say that they're psychic. And there's, and there's part of me, and of course, this is before we were doing the podcast, but there's still part of me because Jana does talk about her house on Facebook often. And I'm like, well, yeah, but have these people looked on Facebook ahead of time to see if they can come up with some clues? You know, so right. that's that's why I bring but that up. My privacy settings are are such that they wouldn't have been able to see those kind of things. So that's why I'm asking you about the house because, and I like that you said that you really don't like to do much research yeah. ahead of time. But but this is like, is it this is like a famous house in the in the haunting world yeah. or something? Okay, there's there's been several like like Nick Groff has been there twice, like with Paranormal Lockdown, and then he has a new series now called Death Walker. Oh, and he, I haven't seen um, that yet. I'll have to look for it. I know. See, these yeah, are you. These are you paranormal nerds watching all these shows. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Yeah, but I can't watch these things at night because it's too close to home. And so when I'm going to bed, I'm like, nope, can't have that on my brain. When I'm turning out those lights, I can't be thinking okay, about I it. I fall asleep listening. I, I watch Ghost Adventures <laughs> while I'm going to sleep. Oh yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm weird. <laughs> I yeah I can't do it it's uh, like I say it's, it's just that too close to home true crime that or true crime shows I, I, I watch them so they go this, to this is totally aside from from ghosts and hauntings but I was dating a guy many years ago and he knew that I like to read stories about true crime about like serial killers and so mm -hmm. for Valentine's Day he got me a whole bunch of books about different serial killers, Ed Gein <laughs> and um, the, the Night Walker, the Night Stalker, or whatever he was called. Richard I don't Ramirez. know. Richard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard Ramirez. And most people would be like, you're a freak. And I'm like, I just love him. He knew uh, what to get me. <laughs> Fun wow. fact, um, my husband went to the same school as Jeffrey Dahmer. Really now? <laughs> they graduated from the same high school. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So yeah. that, so I've done one of these, like you're saying, pay, pay to play or whatever it's called. There's a, yeah. an olive, uh, what a manufacturing plant here. Oh, and yeah. I'm familiar. Graber, Graber <laughs> olives. And, um, I went on a, a ghost hunt with the West coast, um, taps paranormal team. And oh, cool. I was sitting in some room with one of the one of the investigators and he and, I were, he and I were just leaning up against a desk or table or whatever it was chatting and my, and in my left ear clear as day I heard <whistles> and I'm like did you oh just hear God. that and he's like uh -huh. I don't know what you're talking about and I'm like just now just right here just to my left I heard a whistle and he's like I did not hear anything I didn't have anything yeah. else go on that night but there's no doubt <laughs> that there was a whistle in my left ear I wonder if you guys would be able to hear this if I play it. We were, when we were at the, it's funny you said that, because when we were at the Hinsdale house, uh -huh. we're up by what they call the giving trees. So there's, it's, um, there was an Indian massacre that occurred on the land. Like, I want to say it was like 700 Indian Native Americans. Oh, wow. Sorry, so there's definitely wow. some mojo, bad mojo yeah. or, right. or. So there's a giving tree and you make an offering every time you go. Okay. And like to the Native spirit so that you can you know, basically tell them we're not here to harm you or anything like that. And this is like a peace offering to them. Um, after we saw those red eyes and heard that shriek, we went up, um, up on the hill by the giving tree, uh -huh. tried to do an EVP session. I'm listening to the recording 
trying to see if we caught anything and something goes hey in my ear oh wow it was the creepy i turn around and i'm like what oh wait there's literally nobody next to me they're like five or six feet away and and two of our teammates are way up the hill like 20 feet away and everybody's going oh my gosh i thought that was you i thought that was you like they all heard it oh wow wow let's see interesting all right oh my it creeped me out so bad (laughs) i i'm so so we may be able or i mean so you did capture it it wasn't just a personal okay awesome no my um my friend misty my teammate misty was actually recording a video at the same time and caught it by the way i don't it could you know so you guys uh, we're on zoom and there is um there's video of or or yeah we're watching janelle and i saw just a white mist pass before you so i don't know if it has anything to do with the weird lighting i did (laughs) (laughs) and it may have something i don't know if you have a ceiling fan going or what but i do have a ceiling it was in front of you though not behind you so oh yeah no and see my well that's my phone but no no no. it wasn't solid it was okay it was just missed well i do have um wait you can kind of that purple shelf over there yes okay so there's a haunted doll up there there's a original ouija board from salem massachusetts (laughs) so you're a bit of a collector (laughs) um yeah and there's actually there's a brick up there from a haunted location and then i have um outside of my porch i haven't brought them in the house yet but uh we went to bobby mackey's a year ago and i picked up railroad ties another place that's very well known for being haunted Mark. yeah that one's that a teammate of ours actually got scratched all right i'm not i'm not a paranormal nerd enough to know these no no, no. These but we'll, we'll, we'll catch you up, we'll catch you up to speed <laughs> yeah bobby mackey's is it, just infamously haunted that's like the very first location ghost adventures went to so where would if you could uh, what's on your list that's what i'm trying to say what where have you not been regardless of where it's at i mean like like i mean who wouldn't want to go to some castle in the uk you know well yeah but, ireland that's my ireland that's my big one. <laughs> oh yeah alcatraz sure and that's well i was gonna say and that's do it's more doable for you and i is it right, hard to exactly. get into a place like that though actually i think well alcatraz might be a little bit harder because it's a state park okay. right so yeah. it's um i know when ghost adventures went there they had to have like there were park rangers or something that had to stay on the property with them. So I don't know if they actually do overnight investigations. Yeah. But um, the Winchester and- Mystery House is another one. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I know you know what that is. Yeah, I know that one. And have you been there? <laughs> I, I haven't been there. There's a place here, Janelle, not too far from where uh, Mark and I live. We don't live together, ladies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, but it was built in the 1920s, and it was a uh, it was it was the place where everybody who is somebody would go to. It's called the Lake Norconian, and um, it didn't last more than I think maybe 10 or 15 years, and it was really limping along because in the 20s, I mean, we know what happened, right. you know. And so then it was purchased. I, I want to make sure I get the uh, the timeline correct. I think at that point it was purchased and immediately turned into a military hospital. And the first victims from Pearl Harbor, I believe, right, were brought there. Were brought there. Oh wow! A lot of the sol- well, I don't know about a lot, but there were several soldiers. There was a lake there at the Lake Norconian. Apparently, they got out and committed suicide. Just jumped in the lake and drowned. 
Um, oh, geez. And then it was bought out again, and part of it is now a prison. And there is a uh, what an organization that's trying to keep this place. Um, it's beautiful, by the way, just beautiful. And they're trying to keep this place preserved so it doesn't fall into complete decay and eventually do something with it. And I think it'd be really awesome if they can ever get the people out of the prison <laughs> because it's hard to run a business when you've got a prison right next to, door sure, to yeah. it. Uh, for sure. But to maybe open this up and have tours, including ghost tours. Because it's got to have ghosts. I mean, it, it's there know. from the 20s. Yeah, the history alone says from, it has from, ghosts. From out here in the West, in the 20s is old. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it had, it had you know, yeah. in the 20s, it was in its heyday, it was a Hollywood spot. Disney and, and, yeah, and oh, yeah. And then, yeah. and obviously, uh, in World War Two. You and know, then and was now a hospital. The and then the prison too. That's gotta have a lot of good stuff. But so if oh, we yeah, ever yeah. if we ever figure out a way to get that open, then I'll be sure to tell you. Yeah, we'll, we'll invite oh, yeah. we'll invite you guys out for that one. And so that would what's, be awesome. what's the most frightening thing that you have experienced when you guys have been out there uh you know doing your thing. <laughs> looking for <laughs> looking for spirits to communicate with, trying to figure out why uh, something is haunted or if it's haunted. <laughs> I think the scariest for me was when we went, we were at the Monroe house a couple of years ago. It, that one is in Hartford city, Indiana. Okay. And, uh, there's another one Nick Groff had been to that. Um, that's how I know about it from, from paranormal lockdown. But, um, we were, we weren't really having anything happen. And I was just like, we're just kind of sitting around in the main, main room. Um, and I'm like, why is it not? And I'm not provoking. I'm just talking to my my two friends that were with me. And I said, you know, like, why do my other friends come here and the whole house shakes and they have to run out of here? The one girl felt like she needed an exorcism after being here. I come here. This is my second time. Nothing. Mm -hmm. So they have plastic in between like the doorways and over the window. So it's like blacked out day or night. You yeah. can investigate. Okay. So we hear the plastic move and I'm like, okay, was that like an animal or something? And then you hear it like, sounds like in my head, I'm envisioning like a 270 pound, six foot seven linebacker barreling down the hallway, like just stop, stop, stop. I jumped up and I am halfway to the back door. Like I thought somebody broke into the house. Yes. It just scared the crap out of me. We went and we looked down the hall. There's nothing there. And I'm like, Okay, so after we like, you know, we did some video and stuff like that and nothing else happened. So we all we were sitting back down, kind of going, oh, my God, what the hell just happened here? And then the plastic shook and it was like more like intentional, like violently being shaken, like Whoa. pay attention to me. And then it stomped further down the hallway, like almost into the oh. kitchen. Oh, my. <laughs> that time my hand is on the back door, convinced somebody just broke into the house and we're about to be murdered. Yes. And um, so we ended up going, we checked the, uh, the whole inside of the house, the whole outside of the house. Nobody had gotten in, nothing. It was, that was one, like, if I had seen what walked, what was stomping down that hallway, that might have been enough to go, nope, done, selling all my equipment. <laughs> and I wonder if this was their their way of just saying, really, you want something? Okay, I'll give you a little right? something. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Right? <laughs> we, we, Mark, when, when I first moved into here with my now ex-husband being a huge doubter at that time, he and I had something happen here, and... 
And I feel like what happened was in response to him, you know, just saying, no, it can't right, be. It's right, not right. the... Da, 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 and our and regular listeners happened. our regular listeners know the story. It's about the ovulus and all that when I was saying, oh, it's not going to be... And, and just to put it in a nutshell without going through our... Because this is a dramatic story that we often tell right, in public. Right, right. <laughs> but there was an ovulus and, and it was just blipping and bleeping. I was like, what's that? And anyway, we went to examine it. And the damn thing says, Mark approach and and you know and i I peed a little yeah (laughs) i'm sure you did no no right then when i just told that story (laughs) oh (laughs) so you know when you i I don't i don't know how you feel about like an ovulus or any any kind of an app on your phone i think that a lot of times most of the time Whatever it's spitting out is just the pre-recorded whatever its its memory is. But mm-hmm. it after that experience, and a few other things we've had happen with the app on my phone, I find that I do think they can sometimes mean, be manipulated. I'm not going to try and t- make every word make sense, but sometimes it's right. too... Sometimes uh, it seems too on. close to what's happening. Exactly. That it, now, do you use the one that's called ghost hunting tools with like the hand? Yes, yeah, that's that's the one we use, and um, at the Hinsdale house, yeah. it was just everything on my on the, my friend's phone. Now the one I had open was just totally irrelevant and just shooting out a bunch of just crap. Hers was like almost every single thing that came out of came up, popped up was relevant to what was going on. Yeah, we have a Phasma box, which is like a Kind of like a spirit box, but it's on the computer. I think I rented that. So it movie. goes through. Was that a movie with Marilyn Chambers in it? Oh, gosh. <laughs> so. Well, so the last time we used it, we used it at the Hinsdale house. I got called to see you next Tuesday. Hmm. Um, it huh. called me a slut. Oh. It's. It's called, it said my full name, Janelle Lorkowski, like three times. Wow. Whoa. It's never, I have never had my name called out like that out of that thing. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I don't even think it's ever said my name. Yeah. It said my name in my own voice back at me. And then it started to go, it went a weird direction. Like the spirits were having like, it was like it, they thought we were on Pornhub or something. Like oh, um, saucy spirits. Oh, <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're like, I think we're listening to an orgy or something. How bizarre. It was really crazy. Like, we we recorded the whole thing, but yeah. it just, oh my, we were rolling. We're like, it's not that kind of live stream, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. Now, There's now a I, board up. Now, I have a question. <laughs> to get back to the, the Hemsdale house, how you said you were, mm-hmm. were up near the, the giving tree and yeah. everyone heard someone say, hey, in their ear. My question is, why did you not give an offering? Or, well, what was that? Sorry. My a computer ghost. did something weird. Of course. Okay, that's all right, because it was just scary when we're talking ghosts when stuff like that happens. <laughs> I didn't pee myself. Don't think that I did. No, no. Can you hand me a napkin I there, Jana? Like, send it to you through Messenger. Maybe you guys can play it. But, oh, okay. But, but what, I, what I'm interested in is uh, you said, did you, did you guys give an offering to the tree before you started? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep, we always always do. Maybe that was a thank you. Yeah, I don't know. Well, see, like... we the next day I went. Um, we okay. So the next day I went up there with dowsing rods and I was asking questions like, 
what was um was that the puck wedgie that we heard shrieking the night you know yesterday and it said yes and i said okay to the spirit that said hey in my ear was that a warning and they crossed for yes and they said so should we not be in the woods tonight at all and it said yes that's when we so we asked a couple other questions about they we think we saw a black bear but we were trying to figure out what it was but um so i said okay but we left a trail cam are we going to be okay to come back up here tomorrow and retrieve it and it said yes and i said so we should wait till daylight though and it said yes so we then started hearing stuff coming from the woods like once it got dark um one of our teammates is into like bigfoot and stuff we heard tree knocks and then we heard whistling and we heard and the whistle like moved like it was trying to get us to like follow it and chase it like it was really trying to lure us into the woods and i'm like no we cannot go into the woods you know they the spirit said to stay around the fire pit and don't go any further and uh it just it has this really ominous vibe like we didn't want to leave the house and and you this is on youtube is that right yeah now the outdoor stuff isn't but the um investigation itself is where can people go to take a look at what you guys were able to get at the hinsdale house um our youtube channel is called welcome to the shit show awesome (laughs) welcome to the shit show and we'll also you know we'll go ahead and put that on um our snack a little page as well and do you have facebook or other social media as well or is it just the welcome to the shit show no we have facebook um we have a facebook group that will um in a in a facebook page and it's just spectral hunters investigation team okay yep all right well thank you Anna. i did send that to through messengers to you it's at approximately one minute and 28 seconds okay and can we do i have your permission to put that also on our facebook yeah Yeah, all right we'll try that all right well our guest has been janelle lorkowski from the shit show <laughs> Thank you for Spectral your time. Spectral Hunters investigation team. Thank you for your time. Yep. We certainly appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much, Janelle. Thank you for having me on. It was fun. Well, Jana, what do you think? Janelle had uh, a, lot that was of, great. a lot of stories. We, we went all over the place with that. I, I was. We did. I, you know, we I, did. I almost wanted to keep her on and talk. Long. You know, we, we have limited time when we have our guests. We're so glad that they give us the time. But, Absolutely. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go check out her stuff online because I do want to see. Because apparently she did a a live stream yes, yeah. of this Hemsdale house yes. and it's up on her uh, YouTube on thing. YouTube and she also said she was going to send us that clip. And when we were wrapping up with her off air, she did send the clip. And now Jana has a clip. This is a clip that she was talking about. Remember she set this up that they were going up to the giving tree and uh, everyone was at least about five feet from her or from each other. And this is when she said they heard the word, Hey, everyone heard it. And she said they has a clip, so she sent that to us, and Jana is going to play that right let's now. Let's have a listen. There's howling in the back on this. What? Oh, oh shit. Did what somebody was, say hey? Wow. So hmm. I heard it. Should we play it one more yeah, time? Yes. Can you can you cue it up again? Yeah, I, let's do hopefully this. Hopefully everyone everyone heard that. Did you hear that? Because it, it was it was you know it's it's all quiet, and all of a sudden you hear this. Yeah, let's go one more time. Here we go. There's howling in the back on this. What? Oh, oh shit! Did what somebody was, say hey? What was that? 
Where's that bell when I need it? (laughs) (laughs) And everyone else said, what is that? So it's not like someone was there that said, uh, you know, no, that was me. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So everyone did hear it at the same time and everyone reacted around the same time. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's it's hard for me to believe this stuff. I mean, there's part of me that wants to be super ultra skeptical, but then there's part of me that wants to buy in and I'm somewhere in that gray area in the middle. And you've had things happen, so you can't completely deny it. Right, right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. And, and and obviously you two, you and, and Janelle both knew about, you know, these names of these, because you guys are People, yeah. geeks for this kind of stuff. <laughs> Just, you know. I'm, not, I'm over here going, I, I don't watch these shows. I, I barely watch. Because you're a geek for porn. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> I no, in. I know you geek out to your will, music videos. Yeah, and, and, I, and, yeah. and special effects and stuff like that. Yep. And, and and I I have watched the Bigfoot shows, but I got turned off from them because it was always, oh, what's that? That must have been Bigfoot. No, yeah. it was the cracking of a, it, it could have been anything. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> yep. I, I don't know. I think it's good to be a healthy skeptic because uh, it is too easy to think that everything that you see in here is a, a ghost. And like you have mentioned before, you know, you're skeptical and you wonder if there's a groupthink thing that happens because right. one hears kind it of a hypnosis. and then somebody else might say that they've heard the same thing. Right. But we can hear that here. I mean, well, we can hear I tell you, it. And this was, you know, we've had other guests on that have played, that we played stuff with this like, well, you can kind of hear it. You can, well, I definitely heard that. Oh, yeah. The hey on that yep. one. So yep. this one, you know, this one ranks up there with a certainly a uh, very plausible story. Absolutely. And uh, they sound like a fun bunch of people. And, and uh, perhaps I we'll know have if them they back were closer. The I wish we could do a ghost hunt together. Oh, Dying it. It'd be I fun. Know. We got to get back into that now that now that uh, hopefully we're over with all the other crap. <laughs> got to be careful about the other the other things that are out there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have a feeling. So I'm looking forward to the, the fall because it's pretty hot here still. Right. Still. But I'm. Like thinking, I'm 99% sure that this fall and winter, it's going to be like, you know, we get to go flaming out there a lot more. raindrops or something like that. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what's going to happen next? <laughs> well, in the meantime, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's snack a little. Or you can call our dedicated listener line at 909-572-0278. Give us a call. Uh, interact with us. Let us know what you think of the show, what you think of anything that happened today with uh, Janelle Lorkowski on the show. And also about Thai food, since we started the show with the Thai food. And uh, be sure to boil your boba balls. I so boiled that, the balls. So that, <laughs> so that they're not they're not hard. So they're it nice, soft, and squishy. It must have something to squishy. do with the product. <laughs> Come on back.